So this is it, huh? This is how it's going to be. This is how all of this for two decades is going to come to a conclusion without anyone speaking so much as a syllable what's actually going on. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Hope you can check those out as well. Oilers 7, Penguins 2 doesn't begin to tell the tale of how that game went. I don't really care to rehash it. We've seen several different renditions of this same script. And by script, I could just as easily include all of the things that they say before and after these games because it never changes just like the lineup never changes just like the roster never changes it's the same players going out there again and again and again performing at exactly the same level with the same energy with the same intensity with the same effectiveness I have never in a lifetime of following the Pittsburgh Penguins and half a lifetime of covering them seen anything like this. I can't compare anything to it. Not the pre-Mario days, not Yager dying alive, not the Rico Fata Dick Tarnstrom era, not when Mike Johnston was miles over his head in being behind an NHL bench, never at any of those junctures did I think to myself, the priority is something other than winning. But anybody who's still trying to find logic in this is just being trapped into a corner. Because there's no way out of explaining how you hang on to these players And you know who by now. Jeff Carter, Brock McGinn, Kasperi Kapanen, Teddy Bluger, Brian Dumoulin. There's no way you hang on to these players. There's no way you keep sending them out there unless you have made a priority of keeping these individuals happy, keeping the collective together because they're a tight-knit bunch. It's insanity. It's insanity. And, And you can roll your eyes whenever I say that that's why they're doing it, but there's nothing else that ever emanates from there. And the fact that they keep doing it to their own detriment, and in the case of Ron Hextall specifically, possibly costing him his job, That's insanity. That's Jonestown for crying out loud. I asked, I asked Chris Letang after this game. Well, here, just listen to it. Tanger, does this team need a change? Change of personnel? You've been around long enough to be able to answer that. I I don't really care about that. I care about the guys that are in the room with me. And, uh, you know, if somebody is down, we have to pick him up. And, um, you know, we just have each other. So we have to push each other to be better. And, um, you know, um, I think it starts with, with me and, and the big boys. All that matters to me is the guys in this room. Now, I didn't say that. He said that. And more significant, he's acting on it. He could find a thousand different ways to send a coded message that this isn't okay. 
that this team needs more. That, look, we brought back, you know, Sid and Gino and me, and we brought back everybody, and we're ready to go for this fourth cup run and, and whatever, regardless of how feasible you think right now that might be. That's the goal. That's the stated goal. And that's the way, you know, through that first couple of months, really, of this season, it seemed like something that they could graduate to with the right moves. But they've allowed this situation with this bottom six to fester. They've allowed the situation on the blue line with Dumoulin to fester. And now they've put themselves into this deep hole. And I'm not even talking about the standings, okay? I'm not going to be talking about the standings on this show for a while. I'm talking about the hole that they've created that now if they do something like in advance of the practice that they have scheduled today at noon, and you see that Carter looks like he might be a healthy scratch over the weekend or that they've waived McGinn or that they've... I I can't even say traded for any of these guys because nobody would take them. But that you've taken whatever actions that you can within the salary cap structure, within waivers and everything else, and gotten these guys out of there. But that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They're going to take to the ice. Sullivan's going to... Ensure, and this is actually what a good coach should do, that they're staying upbeat because there's no benefit to pouting athletes or a pouting collection of athletes. And they're going to get into good spirits. They're going to joke around a little bit. They'll have a nice high-intensity practice. And then they'll go to St. Louis with the same lineup for Saturday, and they're going to lose. They're going to come home and play again the next day, and they're going to lose. And it's not going to be because they haven't found it yet or they're slumping. It's going to be because a quarter of their roster is killing them. And because they know it and are doing nothing about it, which by natural extension would mean that there's going to be a debilitating effect spiritually on the portion of the roster that doesn't suck. You want to hear as close as I've come to getting the truth out of anybody in this equation? Here, listen to this. This is the beginning of Mike Sullivan's press conference. Michael, you've been very patient with a lineup that hasn't done a lot of winning lately. Why have you been that patient? And might you be running out of that patience at this point? Well, our roster is our roster. Right. So we have what we have. And we're trying to put the best combinations on the ice that we think give us the best chance to win. And that's what uh, that's the criteria that I've always utilized with our coach and staff. We ask that question every day. We drill down into details. And uh, and we put the, the lineup on the ice that we think gives us the best chance to win. You know, we've had numbers of different combinations out there. Um, but at, at the end of the day, you know, we've got, we've got a group here that, that we believe in. We, we've got to find a way to, to get this thing going in the right direction. Uh, the tonight for me was a step backwards. Um, you know, I, I don't think all the results as most recently are a reflection of how the team has played for the most part. But tonight, without a doubt, was a step backwards. Now, if only he had stopped at the first two sentences, huh? Our roster is our roster. We have what we have. 
I don't know what he intended. I'm not in the business of mind reading. But you heard the question that I asked, and you heard the first thing that popped to this good man's mind. Here's hoping that somebody, at some level of this seemingly anarchic structure that the Penguins have at the top right now, is paying attention. When we come back, your J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by Family Table, a local company that brings delicious food to busy families in our area. They offer family-style complete meals or a la carte items like lean proteins, perfect for muscle building and weight loss. They're delivered straight to your door. These meals only need to be reheated. No prep, no mess. If you're not local, gift cards are available for your Pittsburgh-based family and friends. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com and use the code DK20 to get 20% off and free delivery on your first order. Again, that's FamilyTablePGH.com. The code is DK20 to get 20% off. Today's J1Q comes from Michael Shamer, who says, DK, a game like this one, fourth loss in a row, ugly one at that. Do you think that this loss at this time of the season would be enough pain for Hextall or Brian Burke to wake up? Well, no. I mean, why should I? Why should anyone? What's the precedent? Why would they get the benefit of the doubt that we would expect them to do something when they've sat back and watched this crap for two months? When they've sat back and watched Carter take a regular shift, Kapanen take a regular shift, McGinn, McGinn taking a regular shift now, no points in 24 games. Last night, he didn't even register a shot attempt If you don't know the difference between a shot and a shot attempt, a shot attempt is just when you try to shoot the puck, meaning it's either a shot on goal or it's a shot, but it's blocked by somebody, or you shoot it and you missed it. He didn't even have a missed shot. He's nothing. He's less than nothing. They're up there watching this, and they're okay with it. Sully says, our roster is our roster. We have what we have. Somebody asked me, this was a few days ago, just when things started to get like really, really bad. Do you believe that Sullivan is playing these guys and playing them the way he's playing them to send a message to Hextall and or Burke? And I was like, nah, that's ridiculous. That's come on. That's that's so wow, conspiratorial. And I get that everybody's mad, but let's not go over the top. And now I'm sitting here right now, kind of wondering it myself. Just gotta be honest with you. Just gotta be honest with you. He he'll mix up some lines. He did a little bit of that in this one. You know, Carter was between Drew O'Connor and Josh Archibald, who apparently drew the short straw. It doesn't go anywhere because he's a line killer. He's a he's a goal suck. But Sullivan knows that, and Sullivan knows all of this stuff that we're talking about, all of it. Sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, okay? 
probably more than you are, probably more than most people are. But I'm guilty of thinking to myself, do they not see this? Do they not see it? Of course they see it. Of course they see it. These are lifelong hockey people. These are people who were born and raised in ice rinks. They've played the game. They've coached the game. They've done everything in the game. They live the game. They eat, sleep, and breathe the game. They know that a quarter of this roster sucks, and they've done nothing about it. Hextall, specifically, has done nothing about it. Burke, over his head, has done nothing about Hextall doing nothing about it. And as far as I know, that's where the checks and balances stop in this organization because Fenway Sports Group doesn't even exist, as far as the Penguins are concerned, or vice versa. And this, my friends, is the only reason that I'm putting any onus at all on the people in the locker room. I think they're the last hope. I think Latang possibly saying something to the question I ask would have been a last hope. I think Sid saying something after this game would have been a last hope. Gino saying something. Nope, nothing, nothing. I'm worried about the guys in this room. Jonestown, Kool-Aid. Wow. After all these years and three Stanley Cups with this group, all this winning, all these individual accolades, everything that they've brought, and it's just, well, I can't do that. I need to be a good teammate. (sighs) Let's do this again on Monday, all right? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) 